and welcome to the Tiny Wellness Podcast, where we help you feel confident about feeding your baby and navigating the world of parenthood. I am your host, Nicole McCarthy, a certified breastfeeding specialist, certified lactation counselor, and IBCLC candidate. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you've listened before, I'm so excited to have you back. If you haven't already, be sure to join our email list to receive new episodes right to your inbox, plus exclusive content and updates. I'll link that in the show notes below. For now, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode four of the Tiny Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Nicole McCarthy, CLC, CBS, and today's episode is titled Sleep Schedules and Wake Windows, Which is Better? There's a ton of information out there when it comes to infant sleep, and you're probably feeling so overwhelmed. I know I was when I had my first, and as someone who has become quite literally obsessed with infant-led sleep, I'm here to kind of clear the air and maybe give you some reassurance and allow you to take a deep breath to get better confidence when it comes to your infant sleep. So let's dive in. So just to give a little background where my obsession with infant-led sleep came from was my obsession with sleep schedules when I had my daughter. You know, I had this idea that I was going to bring my baby home from the hospital and she was going to sleep through the night. Why? Because, I don't know, maybe that's what society expects babies to do. Um, And I did not educate myself at all on infant sleep. And I quickly learned that that was so far from the truth and it left me feeling very stressed and burnt out. I thought there was something wrong with my baby. I thought there was something wrong with me as a mom. And, you know, I took to Google and I was looking up all these schedules and I was like, my child doesn't follow any of these. Like there really must be something wrong. I remember taking her to her pediatrician because I genuinely thought something was wrong with her. And it wasn't until I came across infant-led sleep, um, that whole approach, and we worked with an infant-led sleep coach that I learned that my baby is normal and I need to ditch all societal expectations that I have in my head that she is going to follow some schedule that some sleep expert put online and said your baby has to follow in order for them to be healthy. So let's start with sleep schedules. And first and foremost, I want you to take a step back and kind of figure out what has you so obsessed with having a sleep schedule or Googling sleep schedules for a two-month-old or a four-month-old. What is really driving that? Is it the fact that society is telling us that your baby has to sleep in this manner at these times for this long? Is family telling you that? Um, Just take a step back and try and figure that out Um, because it's important to know that we can't force sleep. Your baby's going to fulfill their sleep needs just like we do. 
Um, and their sleep is determined by the sleep-wake homeostat and circadian rhythm. That's what drives sleep, not a schedule. We cannot force a baby to sleep when they are not tired. When we start following a schedule that we find online for our baby's age group, it really is just going to lead to a ton of stress and really leave you feeling like how I felt. Like there's something, if you're, you know, if your baby's not following it, there's something wrong with my baby or there's something wrong with me as a parent and I'm failing because I cannot get my baby to follow the schedule that is telling me, you know, that my baby has to follow in order for them to be healthy and have good brain development. It's it's honestly a little scary what's out on the internet and um, how like fear-based it is. Um, it's really sad. So if you haven't figured it out already, I'm not a huge fan of, of sleep schedules. <laughs> um, ditch the sleep schedule. I 100% prefer following wake windows over a sleep schedule. So you may be wondering, what is a wake window? Please give me all of the information on it because I am sleep deprived and I need my baby to sleep better. So let's start off with, you know, the definition of a wake window. So a wake window is that optimal amount of time that your baby is awake before he or she needs another nap or, you know, he or she needs to go to bed. This amount of time looks different for different age groups and it shouldn't be taken as the end all be all because I know for a fact you can hop on Google right now and look up wake windows for your specific you know, the specific age for your baby. But that is just a guide. You know, the best way to figure out wake windows for your baby is to tune into them, ditch what the internet or your provider is telling you, and just kind of log their sleep. Let go of any expectations you have. Let go of anything that people are telling you or the internet is telling you and tune into your baby and figure out, you know, that optimal time, you know, that time where they're not overtired, that sleep is going to be a struggle, but at the same time, they need to be tired enough to take that nap because we can't force sleep and sleepy cues are going to look unique for every single baby maybe their eyes are starting to get red maybe they're spacing out maybe they're rubbing their eyes maybe they're getting a little fussy again it's so unique to every baby I know for my daughter and it's still true that when she's tired you can tell because she gets red around her eyes and she's overtired when she's super fussy And it took me some time to figure that out. And it took me some time and days and sometimes weeks of me thinking that she was tired and trying to do a nap. And after 25, 30 minutes, she still wasn't sleeping. I just say, you know, she's not ready yet. And that's fine, too. After about 25 minutes, if she wasn't sleeping, I would just say, you know what? She's not ready. I'm not going to stress myself out. I'm not going to make her upset. We're just going to stop. And we'll come back and try again in, I don't know, 30 minutes or 20 minutes. 
that's likely what it's going to look like for you when you're learning your baby's sleep cues. And that's okay. You're not a failure because you thought that your baby was tired and you tried a nap and they weren't ready. You're learning. You are learning. We give our kids so much grace for learning things that, but we don't give ourselves enough grace. So give yourself some grace. You are learning. This is going to take some time and that's okay. So let's dive into this guide that I have for you. Um, And I learned this information when I took some sleep education from a baby-led sleep course that was just fabulous. And it was actually the same course that the sleep coach that we worked with for my daughter took. And it was really just a game changer. Now, before I start spewing off some numbers on um, the average wake windows for different age groups, I just want to let you know that this is for the daytime. Nighttime sleep is a whole nother game. That looks different for every child. Some people or some babies are going to be sleeping through the night at a younger age. Most babies don't sleep through the night for quite some time. So... I just wanted to reiterate that this is regarding daytime sleep. So first we have birth to eight weeks. That's that wake window for uh, birth from birth to eight weeks is going to be about 45 to 60 minutes. From two to three months, that's going to bump up to 60 to 90 minutes. Three to four months, that's going to bump up to 90 to 120 minutes. So an hour and a half to two hours. And then five to six months, we have about an hour and a half to two and a half hours. Again, this is just a guide. You can take this as a starting point, you know, so you have some background information before you log your baby's sleep specifically. You can have this as a guide and say, you know, on average, this is what a wake window looks like for a baby Um, that's the same age as mine, and you can go from there. But these are just average. Every baby is different, and it's okay if your baby does not follow these wake windows to a T. So what about after six months? Well, this is where it can get a little tricky. Wake windows become more unique. Um, They're going to look different throughout the day. Maybe. Again, every baby is different. Um, So on average, they're probably going to have a shorter wake window from like their morning wake up to their first nap. Um, And then if they're still taking multiple naps throughout the day, that wake window might be a little longer. So this is where you really need to tune into your baby and follow their cues. And if you need to log it and write it down for a week, do that. Because there's it's really tough to give like an average like oh in the morning they're gonna be up for you know an hour and a half to two hours and then after their first nap they're gonna be up for x amount of time after six months wake windows become so unique to your specific baby that it really is just important to take the time to tune in Um, And by now, you probably are well-versed in their tired cues, their sleepy cues, their overtired cues, and you can really get a good feel for, you know, maybe not a schedule because I'm not huge on schedule, but more of a routine. Like, 
oh, my baby tends to be up for X amount of time before their first nap and this amount of time after and just take it from there and create a good routine that works for you. Not one that you find on Google, not one that your best friend is using because your baby is different, your baby is unique, and not all babies sleep the same. I feel like I've said that 101 times during this episode, but I just want to stress it because there's just too much information out there that makes it sound like every single baby is the same and every single baby should follow XYZ, but they don't. That was something that stressed me out so much as a first-time mom that I don't want you to be feeling stressed out. Because I'll tell you, once I ditched all of the expectations that I had in my head and I really tuned in to my daughter, sleep became so like so much more enjoyable and it wasn't a battle and I was so much less stressed out. I have a fun little graphic that I will put in the show notes with the wake windows from birth to six months. And again, this is just a guide, but it's really a good starting point and some good background information for you to have because it also can be overwhelming if you're trying to track your baby's sleep and you have absolutely no idea because maybe you're not really well versed in your baby's sleepy cues yet because you're still learning your baby and that's okay. You know, you can take a look at that birth to eight weeks and say, oh, 45 to 60 minutes. And, you know, you can look at the clock and say, hmm, it's been about 45 minutes. Look at what your baby's doing. Are they starting to um, just zone out or close their eyes or get a little fussy? Um, Maybe they're tired and you can try you know, putting them down for a nap or try nursing them for to sleep for a nap. And this is how you get to learn your baby. I think it's really important to have some background information um, of these wake windows, but also important not to take it as the end all be all. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope it leaves you feeling more confident as a parent um, and feeling like your baby's sleep is normal and that you are doing a great job because it's not likely that your baby is going to follow that sleep schedule that you found from some sleep expert online. You are doing amazing. So before I go, I just want to leave you with this very fitting affirmation and that is, I know my children best. Don't ever forget it. You know them best. Not Google, not your pediatrician. You are the one who spends all the time with them and you know them best. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Bye now. Thanks again for tuning into today's episode. If you have TRICARE East, head over to tinywellnessllc.com to book your insurance covered consultation. For all other insurances, visit the link in the show notes below or head to our website to see if your consults with a tiny wellness team will be covered. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our email list to receive exclusive content and the latest updates. 
If there's a topic you would love to hear covered in our podcast, fill out the Google Forms link in our show notes so we can continue bringing you content that you love. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at tiny.wellness and on Facebook at tinywellnessllc. If you liked this episode or find Tiny Wellness helpful in your journey, please take a moment to leave us a Google review. Each review helps us help more families like yours. Sending you good vibes always. Bye now.